0: Hey there, welcome back to brave and boss the podcast on this week's episode, episode seven, we're talking all about launching products and I'm going to be giving you a checklist for how to launch a product based on how I launch products. So this episode is going to be a little bit more tactical, a little less woo woo. Uh, so let's dig in. Hello, and welcome back to the show, guys. Thank you so much for joining me again. Uh, this week's episode is the product launch process. I'm sharing a checklist for how you can launch your next physical product. So if you're just joining me, I'm Christy from Brave Emboss the Podcast. I run Encircled, which is an ethical fashion line, direct-to-consumer online. So I really specialize in e-commerce and marketing of products product-based businesses. So if you're a service-based business and you're listening to this, perhaps you can get some value as well. But just know that I tailor my content a little bit to products because there's not a lot of people doing that. And I think it's a big area where I know when I was starting my business, I would get really, really um, stuck. So let's dig into the episode. And firstly, I'm going to start off with the why. So why am I talking about launching products? Well, number one is because nobody really talks about how to launch a product. Um, Especially in the entrepreneurial world, they'll talk about service-based businesses a lot. You'll see a lot of webinar funnels and all this kind of stuff going on, but there's not a lot of uh, tangible application to physical products. Second is that I've developed a process that I use in my business and it seems to work really well. So I just wanted to share it with you and see if it might work for you. You may have to adapt the process and I may be missing some steps that you do in your um, process of developing and launching a product, but it seems to be doing okay. So why not share it with you guys? Cause I know you all have interesting businesses and you're mission driven and I just want to help you grow. And the third thing is, who doesn't love a checklist? I made you guys a checklist. It's printable, it's PDF, it's available in the show notes, which I'll leave the link in the profile on the podcast, or you can check it out at braveandboss.com on the show notes section. And yeah, so let's dig in and talk about product launches and what's that all about. So the interesting thing about the internet is that it's changed the way that people bring about products. Specifically, I'm going to talk about fashion a little bit. So back in the day, when you would launch a fashion collection, you would launch a collection, you'd launch a seasonal fall collection, my spring collection, my whatever. And nowadays with the internet and going direct to consumers, so selling direct to somebody online, you don't have to adhere to those types of seasons necessarily. Because you're, if you're selling towards consumer, you don't have to adhere to a buying calendar. Of course, there's still consumer convention around what to buy when. Nobody's going to buy a Santa hat in February, for example. But you need to be um, cognizant of what time of year it is and what season it is. But at any time, you could launch a product. So if you decided in, let's say March, that you want to bring in a new spring dress, you could bring in a new spring, spring dress. There's nothing you need to do um, to qualify that when you're a direct to consumer. And that's what's amazing about the flexibility of being an online business is that you decide uh, how you want to create your products and you're not at the mercy of somebody else's schedule for shipping and timing and stuff like that. So that's why I developed a process for launching products. Um, if you guys have followed me for a while, you'll know that I use a lot of pre-orders in my products. That's something that is really uh, critical when you're just starting out because, you know, the capital and money you need to run a business that's product-based is very different than service-based. There's a lot of upfront costs. There's a lot of product minimum order quantities that you need to have. So, um, pre-orders are definitely become a key tenant. So, what I'm going to do is go through the three different phases I see in product launches, and it's going to start with the pre-launch, the launch day slash week, and then the post-launch. And right away, I'm going to apologize for my voice. I just got off a red eye um, this morning, so it's sounding a little rough. So bear with me. Hopefully I won't have too much of that annoying vocal fry that I know pisses people off, but it is what it is. All right. Pre-launch. So pre-launch phase is really the phase when you are developing your product. You are um, ideating, coming up with the idea which you want to launch, you're sourcing raw materials, all that kind of stuff. All that product developing stuff, I won't go into too much detail on it, but you guys know what it is. You're going to figure out what you're going to make, how you're going to make it, what quantities, what prices, all the materials that you need to go into that um, and create a forecast based on how much you want to produce. Um, So now this stage is ideal for integrating with your customers because really we want to design um, with our customers, not for our customers. We don't want to guess what they want. We want to integrate them into the process as much as possible. So early on in the product development stage, say you're working on a new body butter or a new candle scent, or perhaps you're doing a new line of denim jeans. You want to engage with their customers through whatever tools you have available to you to talk to them and get their feedback on what they like about what's out there right now, what they don't like, what they'd love to see from your brand. And this is really integral to building a great product that your customers will not hesitate to buy. I did this a while ago with our... Um, T-shirt dress, which we launched in 2018. We did extensive consumer research on Instagram and Facebook and asked women like, what do you not like about t-shirt dresses? And it seems like a simple question. And a lot of people would say, well, of course, like t-shirt dresses have been around forever. Nobody's going to like. You don't need to make another one. But the interesting thing is when we asked those questions, all these things came out, like they're always too short. The arms are too tight. Like it's hard to find the balance of thick enough fabric. It's not sticking to, um, you know, my curves. So there were all these things that I was like, whoa, I didn't like knew, I didn't know half these were a problem. I knew the length was an issue because I'm tall, but, um, you get these insights. So when we developed and launched that product, it basically sold out in 48 hours. Uh, we're actually bringing it back shortly in three weeks we're launching it, um, and we've made it even better. We put pockets in it. So I'm very, very excited about that. Um so yeah, definitely this is the time when you want to, when you're working on your product development, integrate your customers, get their feedback, do it on Instagram, social media platforms. You can even use a survey tool like SurveyMonkey or Typeform or Google Forms and send it to your email list. Um, if you're worried people won't do it, generally a lot of people will do it without any incentive because they want to be part of the process. If you're comfortable, you can offer them like a coupon code for when it launches or some small incentive like that. And at this time you want to start a wait list. So what a wait list is, is essentially an email list collecting people who have opted in to hear when your product launches. This is a very commercialized concept. A lot of big brands use it. Everlane uses it. We use it at Encircled. Um, so in advance of launching the product, we put ours up about three to four weeks in advance. Uh, we start driving people to an opt-in page with more information about the product, the price, while we're launching some photos and get them to say, hey, yes, I'd like to know about this product first. Um, so that's the ideal time to pre-promote your waitlist on your site with You can put it on like your homepage banners. You can put it all over social, both paid and unpaid, and use your email list to drive to it. And a lot of people will ask, why would you drive an email list you already have to a wait list? Well, the email list is likely big and unsegmented. And by doing this, you are speaking directly to a segment of people who want that product and you know they're interested. And it's just going to be more effective marketing rather than papering um, your list with something that they don't want. You're also going to want to reach out to influencers and press to feature product at this time, ideally four to six weeks out. Um, so that's a little bit farther out. Um, you can get some quick PR in like, I think three to four weeks, but ideally you have a little bit more of a lead time. Um, you can DIY that, you can have a, somebody else do it for you, um, whether that's an employee or hire a firm, but you want to reach out to people, get samples in their hands, um, get them all the product information, all that kind of stuff and um, have them feature your product on product launch day. At this time, you're also going to want to work on your marketing materials um, and photography. So any hang tags or packaging or anything that's related to the product should be starting to be developed and printed before, um, ideally before the product is in your uh hands, but you know, timing sometimes doesn't always work out that way. Um and you're gonna work on planning your launch strategy and communication plan both internally and externally. That's so 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 important to have alignment internally if you're working with a team, whether it's a team who is physically present, virtually present, um, contractors or employees, it's important to have a alignment on all the details. Um and then at this time you're gonna want to continue to kind of follow up with influencers and press to make sure they get their samples and confirm posting and launch dates. And this is a great time also to create all those launch emails that you're going to do um, and all your launch post copies and align on those and give them to your team so that they can really prep to do something really major with the launch. All right. So launch day slash week. So one thing we like to do at Encircled, as I talked about, is pre-orders. So generally, when we launch a product, it's on pre-order. I found that it sells better actually if it is on pre-order. People like the idea of an exclusivity versus here's what's new and in stock. They like the idea of like buying something and then getting it a few weeks later, like a surprise gift. Um, so we do a lot of pre-orders. It helps our business. It excites our customer. It seems to work really well with our model. Um, so what we'll do is a couple of days before we're actually pre-ordering the product, we will email our waitlist and our newsletter with slightly different messages. Again, I mentioned the waitlist is much more targeted. Um, they're very, very interested in the product and um, the main list to talk about the product launch and what's happening and when it's happening and all that kind of stuff. At this time, you're going to want to set up all your products in your online store, whether it's Shopify or whatever store you're using, add your inventory, add it to the correct collections, um, confirm pricing, test all the links, make sure they work. You can turn a product live, test it, and then turn it off if you're not sure. Um, and you're going to want to figure out also how you can showcase it on your website. So, um, some stuff that we do when we quote unquote paper, our site on launch day is we create homepage banners, um, collection headers, navigation, we'll put the product in or actually main nav, uh, we'll have a pop-up potentially about it or an announcement message. Um, there's a lot of stuff you can do online to promote your product on your own site. Um, and you could also do a launch event. So you could do something, um, you can plan to do something in real life in person or virtually like a Facebook live or Instagram live um, to talk about the product and launch it to um, people who have signed up to view that or people who are tuning in. And again, that's something you could include in your waitlist and newsletter, um, like the timing of when you're going to go live, because that definitely helps uh, give exposure to that. Um, and then you're going to want to make your products live and schedule and send out those launch day emails. Those are the big ones. So you want to plan those effectively. Um, Generally we send our emails in the evening since most people are home then. um, And we see most of the sales within 24 to 48 hours of those emails happening. Um, The next step is to create some sort of Q and A. So you want to keep the momentum going on social media and in email, et cetera, et cetera. So you want to plan some really cool stuff for the next five days after you've actually launched the product. So you could do like a live Q and A or a Q and A on your stories um, to talk about all the questions people may have on the product because likely if one customer has them, there's like a hundred customers that have them. Um, and you want to have uh sustaining posts on social media that are interesting. You want to retarget people who received your emails and you can do that through paid advertising on Facebook. I have a couple of great episodes on that if you search through the podcast. Um, and you just want to create a sustaining launch plan. And basically what that means is you want to have strong launch presence. You want to have lots of talk about the product for the first like five to seven days, and then periodically just talk about it um, intermittently throughout the next two weeks. Um, you don't want to come across too crazy, like here's my product. You want to find that great balance, but also recognize that a lot of people don't open emails the first time. They don't see your social posts. So sometimes you need to have multiple posts to be able to encourage somebody to buy. All right. So that's kind of, um, I guess the last thing, sorry, to wrap up the launch day and launch week segment of launching a product is um, measuring the progress. So I usually like to look at how a product is doing 24 hours after launch and then 48 hours. And then based on that, make some decisions for production. So sometimes I will increase the quantity we're making if I can. Um, if the launch is going really well, sometimes I'll cut it if it's not doing so well. Or alternatively, I may plan another production run and confirm it if there's a lot of interest in a product. And that's a great way to avoid getting out of stock of things, which is a common problem with startups. So I may have missed a few things that are critical to you in the stage. Um, So the template that you can get off the um, blog and the show notes has some blank spaces where you can add your own there as well. And the last, and I think most critical phase actually of the launch product launch checklist is post-launch. So This is when, you know, the product has been, you're receiving the product, you're quality controlling and shipping the product. But before that, you want to even notify your customers on what's going on. So if you are doing a pre-order or something like that, you're going to want to build some anticipation for can, your customers who've purchased. You also want to keep them in the loop. So nothing's less cool than emailing your customers two months after they've purchased something and saying, Hey, it's delayed. You want to have a continuous stream of communication. So if you know that the product's going to be shipped in two weeks, and let's say it's going to actually be three, you're going to want to go out as soon as possible to those customers and tell them, Hey, thanks. You so much for believing in my product and supporting our vision there's been a bit of a production delay and I apologize in advance about that, but you will get your product very, very soon. You could offer something like expedited shipping for free if you're comfortable with that, if somebody needs it for a specific date. Um, And then you can um, just say like, yay, here's like some photos, some styling photos to get you excited or something like that. Generally, I found most customers, as long as you communicate with them openly and honestly, they're not going to cancel their orders. They understand it's a manufacturing business. They understand most likely that you're a small business as well. So um, these things happen. So just having that open communication and not hiding that information, I think is really key. Um, the other thing you're going to want to do in the post-launch phase, in addition to like receiving and quality controlling the shipping, the product, obviously. Is, um, remove all the pre-order information off your website and, you know, tuck it into your new collections and kind of change up your homepage banners and messaging and all that kind of stuff so that it makes sense. So it's not like new, new launching this week. It's going to say something like, um, what's arrived this month or something like that. So you want to flip your site to represent more of like where that product launches at that moment. You're also going to want to follow up with customers about two weeks after the product ships to get feedback. So if you're not using a customer review app, I question why, because they are critical to increasing your conversions and customer confidence on your website. Anytime I see a website with no reviews, I am super sketched out. I feel like the company's hiding something. Uh, we use judge.me at Encircled. I've also used Yotpo before, but at the time their plan was ridiculously expensive. So I there was no way I was going to upgrade to paid plan. I think it was $699 a month or something per store. I think they've now come down considerably, actually, realizing that there's competitors who are just as good like judge.me. Um, Shopify has its own built-in review app, but the key here is you want to automate this process as much as possible. You want an email to go out automatically to these customers who have purchased, asking them for feedback. You want to be able to filter through and respond to those comments. Um, and also a critical thing that I make our designer do is go through those comments because I want to see um, how it's doing and what customers are saying. Is there anything we can tweak or adjust in our next product run? So don't ever be afraid of making changes to products. Like I just said, uh, our t-shirt dress, we're launching it. We're relaunching it. It has two different necklines. It's always had that. It's always been reversible, but we're adding pockets. And one of the reasons we didn't add pockets in the first run was because we were behind... Number one, we were really behind the timeline. Two, when we did our initial take on the pockets, it looked horrible and we didn't have enough time to like test and learn with materials and stuff like that. So this year we started really far in advance and I actually usurped the timeline because I was like, pockets, we have to try getting pockets in there again. And I don't know if the design team was like totally stoked about that, but I think they understood that this was a real common ask and how you can put pockets into a dress without um, making the sil- silhouette look f- like really frumpy. So um, I challenged my team on that and they were able to do that, which is amazing. But that was all based on review. Like People love the dress. They love the fit. They love the length. They're like, it would just be so much better if I had pockets. And I was like, okay, we got to do it. So that's why that customer review app is really, really critical. Again, it also helps customers shopping make decisions on fit and um color and sizing and all that kind of stuff and whether it's right for them. And the last thing I'd suggest uh in the post launch phase that I feel like is pretty critical is postmortem. So do a review of your launch performance. Like how did you do? What emails worked really well, what subject lines uh were open the most, what social posts got the most clicks, like where where could you have done better? Where could you where did you do amazing? Like what are those gaps? Um and identifying those and building those into your next launch is really, really critical. So if you never look at your performance. Um, you'll never improve because you never know what you're doing right and wrong and you never know what's working. So the more insight you have into what's working, then you can double down on that stuff. And what's not working, you can figure out a plan to avoid that in the future. So having that kind of like look back on your product launch is really critical. Even if it's a big failure and trust me, I know I've had product launches that are total complete failures and it feels awful and you just want to like never look at that product again. But that's not helpful to your business. That's not helpful to to your team, to your customers. We all need to learn from our failures. So looking back on that um, is a great idea. And tools you can use for that are just like Google Analytics or Shopify Analytics. You're going to look want to look at like sell through. So the percentage sold of units that sold within 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours, and compare it maybe 30 days and compare it with other product launches. So this is something you can start and do ongoing. Um, you're also going to want to look at like some analytics in your, um, social platforms like Facebook and Instagram. We use later.com for Instagram analytics and see which posted well and what about them did really well and why did people, why did they resonate so much? So that's kind of an overview of the product launch checklist. Again, this PDF is available on the show notes. I'll link to it below. Um, product launching is a process and I know that sounded really intense in 20 minutes to take that in. And I know you guys all have that special little thing you do at each phase. So feel free again to customize it, make it your own, add it in. This is by no means the perfect be all and end all of product launch checklist, but I think it's a pretty decent one that you can start from. But I encourage you to build more strategy into your launches because just bringing out a product and saying, Hey, it's here is not effective marketing. You need to really share the story of the why of that product and bring your customers into that story. And as I talked about, develop a product with them, not for them. So thank you so much for listening to Brave & Boss. You can follow me on Instagram at Um Our new website, braveandboss.com, is where all the show notes are. And if you felt like this podcast resonated, please, please, please share it with another product-based business entrepreneur. Uh, by sharing this podcast, you help other entrepreneurs who are just like you move forward in their businesses and create a better world through putting these amazing products out there. And don't forget to subscribe, rate and review in iTunes if that's where you're listening to it. All those reviews make such a big difference and we don't have many or any right now. So I would appreciate one if you're down for it. It's super easy in the app to do it. And I'll link to in the show notes how you can do that as well. All right, guys, thanks for listening and good luck launching your next product. You've got this.